Welcome to Story for Another Time podcast. Thanks for listening. New episodes posted every Monday. You can find us anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Story for Another Time podcast. Email us if there's something you think we should talk about or if there's a guest we should have on or if you yourself want to be a guest. Story for Another Time at Gmail. I'm Joe Greenwood. That's my friend John Jacob. Hey, everybody. Okay, you're a history buff. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's what I quiz people on all the time. Mm-hmm. You ready for this? Yes. We'll see how much you know. All right. This is History with Joe. You and a whole lot of history. What were George Washington's teeth made of? Well, that is very interesting. Uh, hippopotamus, other people's teeth, slave teeth. Um, there were, I know there's hippo, there was slave teeth. It wasn't wood. Jeez, I don't remember the other things. I am extremely impressed. I there's think, there's a couple other things. I think you're the first person I've ever asked that question to that got it right. Really? Yeah. Everybody says wood. What? No, they're not wood. That's what everybody says. Wooden teeth. He had wooden teeth. Everybody's convinced he had wooden teeth. But you are exactly right. <laughs> yeah. People sold their teeth back then to be mm-hmm. used in dentures of rich people. Uh, ivory. I think ivory. Cow's teeth. He had cow's teeth in there. Yeah. He had human teeth. He had hippopotamus ivory. Yeah. I'm not sure about elephant ivory. And they were yeah, embedded that. in castings of lead. Yeah. Did you know that? Which some people say made him go a little bit crazy towards maybe, the end of his. Maybe. But that's also why he didn't want to be president. Because he knew he would have to give a speech. Oh. And even though he did great speeches during the war, he didn't want to stand in front of people in polite company and have to give a speech. But he did. I didn't know it was. And he was very. I think he was just tired of public service. Well, I mean, he, he wanted to be left alone. <laughs> he did. Leave me alone. <laughs> Which is why at the second term, he's like, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm done. done. I am done, done with that. Eight years yeah. is enough for any man <laughs> or woman. Yeah. But no, no, I, I've i read several books on George Washington. Okay. Yeah, no, they have an actual set of his dentures at the George Washington Museum really? at Mount Vernon. Yeah. Wow. I've and not seen that. It's really cool. I would yeah. be impressed by that. And there's one hole. In one of the dentures. Do you know why? No. He had one good tooth in his mouth. So they left a hole so it would slide over that tooth. <laughs> Pretty interesting. And then they were they were held by springs. So Which were painful, I'm sure. Oh, it was very painful. And yeah. you know, just think if we give him a speech, his teeth come flying out. That's what he's afraid of. Springs. <laughs> and there's no microphones. You had to no. speak. You had yeah, to, yeah. You had to so, be yeah, an orator. It's it's a great place. I would just so encourage everybody to visit. DC at some point in their lives, see all these historical sites, Washington's home. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. See, I've been to Washington DC. We went on an eighth grade trip as well. Back then I was a punk and you know, I didn't really pay attention or didn't appreciate fully it. Appreciate it did I you? did not fully appreciate we it. We give and we give and these kids just don't mm-hmm. appreciate. It. Although I will say, uh, I had I forget how much cash I had, but I didn't have a, a ton of cash to go on. And I got pickpocketed in the airport. No kidding. So oh, then wow. I had zero zip oh, nada, you know. My, maybe it's a story for another time, but it's kind of funny. Okay. Um, oh, let's hear it now. <laughs> so uh, all through junior high, I had a girlfriend, Tracy. And then we had broken up. A week before this trip? Yeah. Or so? Well, she was from better means than me, so every place we'd go get a meal, she'd be like, uh, what do you want? Oh, so my ex-girlfriend at that point nice. in time was paying for all my stuff. In D.C.? Yeah. 
And no, we didn't get back together. Because I'm a jerk. I'm telling you. I do feel bad about that. I do feel bad about that. I've had a conversation with her since then. Like, I feel bad about that. Did you make amends? Did she forgive you? Well, I never, like, paid her back, but she never, she wouldn't have taken it anyway. You know what I mean? But yeah, I've I've apologized. Well, that's nice. Like, hey. And she was like, this would have been after college, went back to Galesburg and, hey, you know, by the way, I was a jerk. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a big man to admit that, Joe. It was eighth grade. Good for you. Did you call me fat? No, not at all. <laughs> I am the last person who should be saying that to anybody. Oh, man. All right, Gosh. so what else are you going to bring back? Um. Oh, boy, there's some good ones on here. Oh, Distillery's Breweries is done. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> oh, here's one. I didn't put it on here, Um, but it kind of sparked my imagination. All and, right. Uh, I was talking about our old Gipps building and yeah. Franklin Street Bridge. Mm-hmm. Another thing I would bring back is Big John's Barbecue. Big John's Barbecue. That hasn't been gone that long, has it? I feel like I remember this. There have been several iterations of it. So it was Big John's, and he's been passed for quite a while. Oh, no, I did have it on there. And then I think his kids kind of kept it going, <laughs> and then a place started called Grandpa John's. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Which was... I don't know. I really was uncomfortable going to that one because I think it was right next, attached to a strip club. Oh, jeez. University in Peoria. So I was always a <laughs> little nervous about walking into that one and people seeing me walking in. It was yeah. not the same. I mean, the same building, but different entrance. Totally separated. Big John's was awesome. I mean, it was just this smoked beef or pork mm-hmm. on white bread like and, wonder bread yeah like oh, wonder boy. bread yeah. and it was like soaking through it all the grease and everything yeah. and they had this awesome barbecue sauce and the fries there were just oh my gosh did you see drool right. coming out of my <laughs> mouth right now thinking about the fries they made or just loved it i miss that huh to no end. And there's a lot of good barbecue in the area, no question about it. But that was really good. Well, being a, um, a pectolacto-ovo, first-level vegetarian, there's not a lot of barbecue you can eat. Now, before you say chicken, yes, but they always smoke it on the bone. Mm. And that's also a problem for me. And you what? can't... What? <laughs> I don't even meat off the bone. What? It's just a... It, it, I, I just can't do it. It connects that this is an animal's food. I don't really want a bone in my mouth. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, chicken wings are always boneless for me, which I realize yeah, are chicken yeah. nuggets, whatever. It's like ribs. Yeah. Rib. Yeah. No, yeah. no eating of ribs. No. Although, I did work at a famous restaurant, 17th Street Bar and Grill in Murfreesboro. They got one in Vegas. We won Memphis in May all the time, that type of thing. And uh, to actually work there, you have to eat everything that's on the menu. Okay. And so this is before I became uh, pectolacto-ovo, which... Pecto, that's fish. That's, yeah, fish and chicken, breast, pecto-breast. Lacto is dairy. Dairy. Ovo is eggs. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Pectolacto-ovo. What? Is this something you're just making up? Absolutely not. I've never... What? What? Okay. What has led you to this particular diet? Of eating, 
Why do you do this? Well, remember I just told you that uh, I worked at a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Working in a restaurant around all this animal stuff, uh, you see things that you don't yeah. want to see. Yeah. And yeah, there was one day it was beef. <laughs> all good by the restaurant inspector, though. Really? Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, no. So I went from, I was one of those guys that ate nothing but meat. Yeah. To, and I saw, and I was like, and I'm done. I'm going to be a vegetarian. It almost killed me. I went from eating nothing but meat to eating nothing but vegetables the next okay. day. I got super duper sick. Really? And um, my sister insisted I go to the doctor. And he was like, you, you can't just do that. You know, you need some sort of you know, transition. Yeah. Period. So he was like, start with, you know, eat, eat chickens and, and fish and things like that. And then you can taper off from there. Uh, because I was, I mean, I maybe ate a baked potato or some French fries, but yeah. like a salad was a foreign object, you know? And then it was yeah. like my only diet was green peppers and salads and things like that. So, wow. um, okay. yeah. anyway, so I almost, that's why I went there. Because, I mean, now I can definitely step down and take that stuff away, but um, I'm okay so with it. So it wasn't any sort of uh, philosophical, animal-friendly... I don't really like the the idea of... I'm, I'm an animal lover, you know? Okay. I don't really like the idea of something having to die to feed me. Okay. But, you know, that's kind of the way it is. Interesting. Yeah. You know? You old softy. <laughs> I am. I am. But yeah, I don't. I don't particularly like this. People are always like, well, "Why don't you go vegan?" Like, well, because I'm not a crazy person. But I do have friends that are vegans, and they yeah. lose a bunch of weight because they don't eat anything besides sawdust. Right. Did you know there's another level beyond vegan, more I, extreme than vegan? I. What's the name of it? Fructarian. No, I did not know that. Fructarian. Fructarian. Does it have to do with fructose? Uh, yes. Okay, tell me about that. They only eat things that are offered to them. So if it's hanging off the plant, like an apple, you can pick the apple, the tree's not going to die. The apple is being offered to you. The tomato is being offered to you. The pepper is being offered to you. Potato is not offered to you. See what I'm saying? Okay, these... Fructarians? I, I don't... And God. certainly the steak is not being offered to you either. <laughs> That's very interesting. Yeah. I'm a you long know, ways away from that. Uh, you know, here's the deal, though. I love to garden. Mm -hmm. I've got a nice big area for gardening. And I was uh, breaking up the soil just this weekend to plant some onions. And as I broke up the soil, out popped a potato that I, you know, that was yeah. in there. From, the ground offered it up to me. I guess that'd be okay. <laughs> but I think you're destroying the plant when you eat it. Like a carrot, you destroy the plant. Oh, it's not so much that... Well, yeah, it has to it has to be offered and so the plant still lives. So you're not destroying the plant. Yeah, like the apple tree still lives after you pick I the apple. I get it now. So are we saying that these plants have feelings or... It actually what? has what? been shown what? that plants do have... They can feel pain. Have you Have you read this at all? I have heard things like that. Now, I don't know how you yeah. prove that. Yeah. I don't know how you yeah. get involved in anything like that. But um, they they say, according to studies, plants can feel pain. Really? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. So think about that when you're eating a salad. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can't eat anything then. 
which is the um, goes along. This just popped in my head. When you mow the lawn, that smell. Yeah. That is the the grass putting out a plea saying, hey, things are happening. Be, you know, be. Now you're making this up. No, I'm not. It's it's grass screaming out through scent that that terrible (laughs) things are happening. I read a lot, okay? I think you read too much. <laughs> Go watch some TV or something. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness sakes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Anyway. I don't even know what to do with that. I usually have something to say about everything, but I got nothing on that one. Well, now. Nothing to say. Next time you mow your lawn, you have Viking music on, you'll feel oh, like a real Viking then. I will. I am just laying waste. <laughs> to blades to an of acre grass. Of blades of grass. Oh my goodness. Yes. All the. Uh... I might put on my horned helmet while I do that. <laughs> we need a picture of that. <laughs> you want a riding mower? <laughs> yeah. Actually, no. Well, I have got now. This, this I have gotten away from my riding mower. What? Yeah. You know, I got to thinking. My wife, Kim. Uh huh. Talked about her before. Yeah. Lovely woman. She, Sounds like a great preface. Here we go. <laughs> no, she was saying, you know, we need to get a treadmill. Yeah. I'm like, eh, why? I said, I can't even walk on the sidewalk. What's going to make me go downstairs and get on this machine just to walk? Right. You know, like I said, you know, if we if we show that we are going to be dedicated to a program. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can look at getting a treadmill for next winter. But right now, with the weather nice, right. we're not showing. I'm not. I don't want to include her in this. I am not showing that I am going to make any use of this thing at all. <laughs> and then I had a genius idea. All right. Okay. And th- this really is. You're going to go. Oh yeah. So I've got a really big yard. Uh-huh. I mean, we. I've got acreage. Yeah. You know, and probably about. At least an acre, maybe more, of grass I have to mow. Sure. So I thought instead of investing thousands in a treadmill, I'm going to invest a few hundred in a push mower. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out and use that push mower for a half hour every day. That gets me a half hour walk. You mow the lawn every day? Pushing. Yeah. No, Joe, I get a cardio workout every day. It happens to be also mowing the grass while oh, I get that workout. I understand. So I'm taking care of two birds with one stone. Sure, so I don't sure. have to, okay, I got to either walk or mow my lawn. Right. Do them both. You know what you could do? Genius. That is genius. Thank you. And I'm thinking to add another level because I'm an entrepreneur. You are amazing. What you could do here is then you could add in a business element See, see where I'm going with this. I and you can come my mow, mow my lawn for free. You know what? That's that's where I was going. <laughs> you know what? I thought that that boy, I could go mow other people's lawns mm-hmm. with my push mower and get paid to work out. Good. I Absolutely. could get my cardio, little strength training, because that's how Conan got so buff in the movie, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Did you ever think... see Conan, the Barbarian? Oh, jeez, I, I believe so. I remember a scene of him walking, like in a loincloth, walking in New York City. Is this a? No, that was Hercules huh? visits New York. That was Are the you first making movie things up? Did. 
No. Oh, then no, I don't know. Then Conan I don't think the Barbarian. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Seriously? I don't think he got buff mowing lawns, though. No. <laughs> this is one of the most awesome things ever in a movie. So Conan the Barbarian, he gets taken into slavery, and he gets put to work in this grist mill where they have to push uh-huh. this big grist mill around every day. Yeah. And so he goes from this scrawny little kid to Arnold Schwarzenegger by pushing pushing this. You've got I suppose after years it may happen, but <laughs> So basically next fall when we come back to mm-hmm. school, I'm gonna look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what I'm hearing. Pushing this mower every that's, day for half an hour. <laughs> You know, I was actually talking to uh, another parent about that the other day. Like, my lawn, I need to I need to mow it all the time. And I'm always like, if a high school kid comes around and says, hey, let me mow your lawn, I, gladly. No one's ever talked to me about mowing my lawn. When I was a kid, I went out and mowed lawns. Yeah, yeah. We did it for a whole summer. Yeah. And then realized it sucked. I didn't do it the next summer. Yeah. But, but when you think about it, we how much money do we spend on equipment to get in shape? And uh, then we well, pay somebody lot. to mow our lawns. Yeah. Yeah, but they would do a better job than me. I don't know. I think I'll peel back another level of my crazy onion. Two birds, one stone. Is that... Um, Wait, can I go there with this one with yeah. you? You're probably afraid. You're going to be pushing the mower up a hill. And you're going to slip and fall. The mower's going to back down over you and cut your legs off. No, but I 100% guarantee you, <laughs> I do know a guy that that happened to. Oh a little bit the other way. I'm dead serious. Oh, no. I know a guy. No, I feel bad. <laughs> he was going downhill. And lost his footing and also lost a toe. Slipped under the mower? Like, you know how that little uh, opening, I don't know what it's called. But yeah, his shoe like went in that oh, and he caught it there. Dang. I forget which toe he lost, but he lost a toe. Okay, important safety tip, kids. When you are mowing your lawn and you slip, let go of the mower. Push, yeah, push it Just away. Get rid of the mower. <laughs> Wow. Also, don't do hills vertically. Like, you yes. got to do them side, you know, horizontally. So, so you're talking about mowing the lawn, your right. phobia. I cannot wait to hear this one. It's not really a phobia. It's more of a quirk. Um, I don't want to rake the clippings afterwards, and I hate the way clippings look. So I start in the center and do concentric circles out. Yeah. Yeah. And so that then it... it basically it blows all in my neighbor's yard but that's genius yeah they're jerks so they got it coming um so (laughs) but yeah so everything in my yard when most people have like normal like straight rows you know looking on that my yard is circles around the trees around the swing sets and all that stuff just because i'm creative oh all right yeah i like making different patterns yeah well there you go that's fun see so So i'm not that crazy why don't you like raking the grass Snakes. Uh huh. Well, if, if there's not no hiding under a blade, if there's no leaves and it's yeah, particularly yeah. you know uh, robust spring, and I haven't been able to mow for a while, like oh, right now, sure. even though I just mowed the other yeah. day, tall grass, cobras. I mean, you can put it together from there. Yes, the cobra is indigenous to Central <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. Wait till you see me next fall. <sighs> I'm ready. You're going to be like, I'm buying myself a push mower. You know, that that does bring me to one of my ideas. I got lots of ideas that we should do. I know, and I love your ideas. Um, actually, I've, I've wrote down ideas because I want to do a show about, I want to do a show about ideas. Okay. Like ideas 
what would be better than anything you see on the TV? Idea. I want to hear your ideas. I want to hear everyone's ideas. Okay. Okay. So a show about ideas, but I got an idea that we should do since you are trying to get in shape. Yeah. Um, and we do we do keto, which I'm not very good at it because I like carbs. Yeah. Um, but there's all these different protein bars, right? Yeah. All these different things. Mm-hmm. But which one of them are good? Taste mm-hmm. test coming soon. We're gonna do a taste oh, test of okay. a bunch of different ones, and and rate them out and see which ones are actually tolerable. I like that. So we'll do that. Can we do the same thing with frozen pizza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I wanted to talk about. I did something the other day that I've kind of wanted to do for a long time. Yeah. I said something that I was like, man, that may have been inappropriate, but it worked. You ever done anything like this? Oh, yeah. All well, he- the time. Just ask anybody. Here's my thing is I get requests about you know djing weddings and things like that all the yeah, time yeah and then they ask for pricing and packages and a lot of times people are like oh it's a little out of our budget or this type of, you know that okay. which okay that's true mm-hmm. i'm not the budget dj i'm not you can definitely find someone cheaper than me but you need to pay if you want excellence that's true and but you can also find someone more expensive than eros entertainment eros glow brings they put the e in excellence <laughs> i like that of his deal yes so the yeah she was like i'm looking for somebody a bit more you know in line with our cross and things like this and so i sent it's just you know i sent him a name uh and i said but by the way and it's just kind of a stream of conscious thing and afterwards i was like probably shouldn't have done that i was like by the way people spend two three thousand dollars on sides for their dinner you know yeah and i'm like What's going to be more important to your reception? The DJ, the entertainment, yeah. or the broccoli? Yeah. Like when people leave there, they're going to be like, the broccoli was great. The DJ may have sucked. Yeah. But, oh, and so I said, you know, that people are going to remember the entertainment much more than they're going to remember the broccoli. I totally and I agree. didn't hear anything from my, and three days later, me and my fiance talked about it. We want to meet with you and, and go. I was like, whoa. Wow. And here's the thing is the price they were wanting. Yeah was a far cry from the price I charge. They were wanting like super budget. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not gonna get that from me. Yeah. And so now we're talking about, you know, all the features that we offer. And I'm like, man, maybe I should have said things like that before. So they got rid of the broccoli. They, well, hey, if you're going to, uh, well, if you're gonna go to their wedding and there's a plate that's missing some sides, (laughs) <laughs> just look over in the corner and there I am with all the glowing That's things. Right. So you said that it, you were afraid it was inappropriate. Uh, yeah. Said? I was like, you know, it, I, I'm not a hard salesman, you know, oh, like man. if you have the budget, then, then do that. Cause I'm not going to be nickel and dime. Like I said, you can find someone cheaper than me, oh, but you're not going to find someone better. You're not going to find someone that has all the cool stuff that I have that is, you know, willing yeah, to do all these yeah, things yeah. because not that I wanted to talk about DJ weddings and things like that, but I also help serve as a coordinator of sorts. Yeah. I'm talking to the bar. I'm talking yeah. to the, the, the caterers and getting everything ready. Hey, do you have champagne for this? Do we need to get this out? Are there a sprinkler send off this type of thing? Mm-hmm. I'm doing all that mm-hmm. on top of DJing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of guys, they just sit back there and play music. Well, I can tell you, so. you know, we're working with my son and his just totally amazing fiance right now. Mm-hmm. I'm putting their wedding together and how helpful those services would be. Your DJ doesn't do that type of stuff? I don't know. 
you're not the DJ. I'm not the DJ. But it's in Virginia, so. Hey, have turntables, we'll travel. (laughs) I I would love to have you be the DJ. We would have a blast if you were the DJ. I did do one in Baltimore once. Really? Yeah. Traveling from here all the way out to Baltimore to do it? You got a lot of stuff to haul, man. Not back then I didn't. This would have been 2004-ish. That was not inappropriate at all what you said. Well, I feel like it was. I should tell you what I've said to some of my parents. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, I can't because a lot of those parents are still here. <laughs> <laughs> I did. There, there, one time, though, I remember when we came back to school after COVID, I was talking to some parents, and I said, one thing that COVID did to me mm-hmm. is it really made me lose my filter. And of how of what right, I, and right. one of the parents looked at me and said, "You know, we never knew you had a filter." <laughs> fair point. That. That's a fair point. So why do you think it made you lose your filter? I just uh, started caring less about what came out of my mouth because I think spending all that much time by myself <laughs> and not having to really, you know, sure. be careful about what I said to people and how I said it. it I kind of lost that skill, but apparently I didn't have that skill to begin with, according to this parent. So I, you know, I spent a lot of time in my own head, and that's that's a scary place. Anybody's <laughs> own head is a scary place. So with that, we'll yeah, see y'all next week. Sounds great.